welcome to What's the Point? What's the Point? The uh, personal show where you get to hear all of the wonderful things that um, that will make your day and that will determine exactly what type of individual you will be. Good morning to What's the Point? My name is Gregory Cankrin, and I'm here with my lovely, beautiful, and uh, shapely-thighed wife, Amy Cankrin. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Good morning. I'm feeling very good this morning. Very good. Only one of my thighs are shapely? No, very shapely-thighed, meaning both thighs, I guess. You know, you're shapely... I, you can't... I don't think I can say shapely thighs, wife. Thighs. Shapely thighs, wife. A thigh is one. Yeah, but if you say, I can't say, um, this is my um, shapely thighs wife, Amy Cankrin. Well, first of all, who says that? Does Who's, anybody who? say that, hi, I'm here with my shapely thighed wife? Like, that, like, I've never heard that statement before. That's why I'm unique. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that shows the originality. That shows the uniqueness of of exactly who I am. That's 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 why you're so madly in love with me. It's the um it's the uniqueness of the individual that is is so terribly attractive to you. Yes, that's true. Now, can I ask a question? Mhm. What's the difference between unique and crazy? <laughs> Do you know what the difference between those two definitions are? Unique and crazy. Well, I think unique is actually Latin for, for crazy. crazy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But I, I just don't think. Look, I, I endeavor to be grammatically correct, and I, I don't know. I, 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 on the just you know, a lot of things that we, we do here is on the cuff. Yeah, and and I think that when I when that came to my mind, mm-hmm. um, and I said, um, what 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 was the line? Beautifully um, thighs. Yeah, yeah. You think I have good thighs? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm but trying you to say, say thighs. Thighed. How do you be thighed? Well, it's a, a beautifully thighed wife. I can't even remember what the actual <laughs> statement was. Now I have to go back. <laughs> But the, I can't say beautiful, beautifully thighs wife, beautiful, beautifully thighed wife, you okay. know, meaning, you know, or maybe I should have said, uh, I know, I should have said something like, um, fantastically hocked okay. wife. Hocked? <laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus. What do you think of that? Now I'm being um, described as a piece of meat. Yes. Okay. Yeah, now yeah. I get it. Well, that's what most you know. A lot of our listeners are men, and and that way they they can relate to you know guy talk like this. You see. So is that is this locker room talk? Is that yeah? What yeah, it is? this is locker room talk. So you go around explaining and talking about women as pieces of meat, entrees like a oh, I had a rack of lamb this weekend. She was hot. With mint jelly, I'll tell you. 
a rack of lamb with mint jelly. I had a T-bone that was out of this world. Is he talking about a woman or his dinner last night? Is that is that is that what happens in the locker room? <laughs> oh my goodness! I, you know, actually, I've never. You know, I, I've spent a lot of time in in locker rooms, and and you know, because I've been in athletics for a, a lot of my life, and I've never heard that kind of talk. So, what do men talk about in the locker? Room? Okay, in in the locker rooms in America. Men usually talk about sports, you know, who won the game, who this, who that, football, basketball, stuff like that, right? Okay. They kind of will air some of the 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 aggravations, etc., in their life. You know, my wife, she, you know, she's a real pain in the ass. Is it always the wife? Yeah, it always. Is. <laughs> It's not the job, it's not the kids, it's not... Very seldom is it the job. Okay. You know, when when it's the job, it's usually two guys who are in the same industry or work for the same company. Okay. And they kind of might um, begin to discuss things that happened in or around or what's going on at the job type of thing. But two random guys um, very seldom will engage in any kind of talk like that unless... One of them is like in insurance or something, you know. <laughs> you know this. You, you, you know, insurance salesmen have no. Um, uh, you know, they, they they just don't have any boundaries. What? They what don't. Do you, 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 you can be in the shower, and a guy will stand outside <laughs> the shower trying to sell you insurance for no an hour way. and a half. No <laughs> way. I'm telling you. Are you serious? Hey, Gregory, you know, you're putting on that, that those those uh, shoes, those socks right now. You know, God forbid that should um, cut off your circulation, <laughs> God forbid. And God forbid then you would have a heart attack. And, and God forbid if you were to die of that heart attack, you wouldn't want, you know, God forbid your family to have to, God forbid, um, mourn your death. In, in, in debt, God forbid. And this is while you're in the shower at the gym. Yeah, while you're at the shower at the oh, gym. Oh, jeez. They know Does no anybody boundaries. ever say, you know what? Turn around, butt naked, wet, and say, I think I'll buy from you. <laughs> right. so does does anybody right. ever do that? <laughs> does that ever work? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> so what else do they talk about in the locker room? Um, you know, that just general stuff like that. I, I've, you know, I can count on one hand the amount of times that I've heard guys, like, I've heard guys talk about um, girls that they've um, seen, and it's very seldom girls who are at the same gym. What do you mean? You know, they don't talk about a girl who's working out at the gym. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah. And if they do, it's usually like, you know, it's usually in some level of admiration. Wow, she's really, you know... She's coming along, you know, I remember when she first came here and she couldn't this or she couldn't that and now she's this and that. And it's usually very respectful. But that's now probably when you're older. How was it when you were younger, high school, college, guys, right around there? They still didn't, you know, I guess there were the guys that, I'm, I, I'm assuming that there were some guys who talked about um, specific Stuff like that, you know, sexual natured stuff or lustful desires or anything like that. But, 
you know, I I didn't hear them. I you know, it it wasn't maybe it was something that, you know, the guys that I hung around with, you know, we we just I don't know, you know, if somebody said something you kind of laughed or whatever, but it wasn't that intense. It wasn't that specific, you know? Okay. And what did they talk about in the locker room? Here in Spain that you found. In the men's locker rooms. Now, I've been um, um, going... I went to um, a gym up on um, Arago. Yeah. And now I go to a gym on Girona, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so that's two different gyms that I've been at um, in my two and a half um, years here in Barcelona. Okay. And I can honestly say that in both gyms... Men in Spain mm-hmm. generally talk about hair products. <laughs> what? What do you mean? They talk about hair products. They talk about stuff that they use. Okay. Stuff that they, this, that body washes, stuff like that. Uh, we've discussed this. I now, now, this is almost a setup because you and I have discussed this in the past. Yes, and I, there's a big difference between the girls' locker room because in the girls' locker room, after you work out, you know, there's a shower, there's lockers, people are getting dressed. There's not that much talking. Right. The girls come, they shower, they usually leave with their hair wet. Right. And um, sometimes they're dressed for work right. and their hair is, is done, but it's, you know, they don't really put on makeup or anything like that and they're in and out. They're right. fast. Correct. And a lot of girls come and they just leave. You know, they might change their clothes, but they might not necessarily shower. They're probably going to go home and do that. Mm-hmm. But I noticed the guys that leave the locker room. First of all, the men's locker rooms have probably three times as many full-length mirrors <laughs> as the women's locker room. We have one. The men have at least five. <laughs> no way. I'm telling you. It's unbelievable. And what are they doing in the mirror? Standing there. And? Doing their hair, putting on lotions and, and perfumes and it's things colognes. of this nature. I mean, uh, colognes and things of this nature. Do they, they smell are, good? It's, you, you know. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, that's a setup because you know. You have stood outside the locker room and waited for me uh-huh. when I've gone in to, to grab my gear, throw on my sweatpants and go home. Because I usually shower. We usually come back home. And shower. And shower and, yeah. you know, get ourselves together. Um, and you know that when I swung that door open, you were like, whoa. I know. First of all, the dryers are going. It's all clouds. <laughs> it's, it's like a woman's um, hairdresser. Full blast. It's the, 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 I hear three or four hair dryers, hair dryers. going. Yep. Guys are walking around with towels on. Yep. Like it's their bedroom and, or something. And the smells that come out of it. Is it just the most, is it the most perfumed yeah. and poofed s- smells. Their hair is always gelled to perfection. I look at men's hair haircuts and I'm like, wow, maybe I could do that <laughs> right. with my hair. Women are not as put together here in Barcelona. I mean, they look good. They do. But in a more natural, freestyle type of thing. Correct. The guys, though, they're tight. Yeah. They are tight. Like... They're they're cleanly shaven or their beard they, beard they, is, um, is tight. Yes, and they they um, shave body hair. 
Yeah, nobody the, has body yes. hair. Yeah. Like their chest is yeah. totally. They clear. do that all in the locker room and in the shower. What every day? I've seen guys that do it, and I was—he uh, was the same guy who um, took the razor in with him yesterday, and he's doing himself again today. Arms, everything. Why does Why doesn't he do this at home? I don't know. Maybe the lighting. Freeness I of I guess he feels like he's taking a shower now, so he might as well just go on ahead and do it now. True. Plus, a lot of apartments are small. Bathrooms, yeah, the bathrooms are small. They yeah. don't give you as much room. Yeah. You know? So yeah, and those bathrooms are big and nice. I don't know how the women's showers are, but the men's showers are very wide. They're very nice. They're, they're you know, the floors are really... I They really have put <laughs> a, a real effort into... Making sure that it's a comfortable place for men to go on ahead and do whatever it is they're going to do, personal hygiene, etc., so that they can do that. And no toilets. No, there are no toilets in no. the showers. And thank God. Uh, or in the whole locker room. In yeah, the, in the, in the in men's the, locker room. Yeah, in the men's in the women's locker room either. You have no to toilets. leave the that the locker room to use the bathroom. And Correct. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, they don't mix the two. Now, it's not... The gyms that I went to, they're not as nice. The bathroom is not as nice as, say, Lifetime. The Lifetime gyms, fitness in in the States. But that's only because I don't feel like paying 150 euros a month. That's right. We're we're not going to the... To um, the same standard of gym as a Lifetime gym. Indoor pool. Yeah. You know, know, all kinds of amenities. Yes. There's like four of them around us, but I just don't feel like doing that. And we're in the city. When you go out to the the countryside, to to Terrassa, Sabadell... San Cugat and these type of suburban cheaper. towns, and they have more room. Yeah. So the gyms become bigger. Yeah. And they become more like a lifetime fitness or somewhere like that. Yeah. Now they're putting gyms, but it's really cool in Barcelona because what they do is these buildings are huge. You yes. go in, there's a small door or there's a door, and you and all the buildings are connected on a street. Right. You can't walk between the buildings; they are all connected. Right. So you don't realize how big it is. Correct. And you the- have this one little doorway. It's <laughs> even like going to Mercado. It's like going to the supermarket. Yeah. There's a there's a, a hallway, a, a door, a long hallway, and then it opens then it, it up. Opens up into this huge place that you would never know is back there. For instance, we went to um, la- uh, not laser tag paintball for my daughter's for our daughter's birthday, and Correct. we. Um, and the paintball. Yeah, I noticed you said that my daughters. The, the, last week, you were talking about our children, and you said my son, my daughter. And I was like, you know, our listeners are going to think that, you know, I married you with children the way you talk. You know that? So I'm, I I'm don't glad. Think so. I'm glad that I you've seen fit to correct yourself. I only did that because I realized that I know you have a complex about that, but I don't think most people mm-hmm. think that. All right, go I, on. I, I really don't. I All think right. that's the thing with you. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Go on, go on. Um, so you go in, and it's just you just walk through a door, and then you walk in. You might go through a hallway, right? And then next thing you know, you're in 15 foot ceilings. Unbelievable! And you've got 3,000, 4,000 square feet, 6,000 square, square feet, feet, yeah, of room, yeah. And you and had, it's a regular supermarket, and it's a regular supermarket, and you had no idea that it looked like that. You cannot judge where you're going by, by the entrance. Yeah, you have no idea. Correct. 
and and you cannot and all men's locker rooms around the world are not the same. <laughs> no, that's apparently a, not. That's apparently, a fact. Apparently not. They treat them pretty good. They really do. And I I kind of feel like I should uh, jump on the train and start. Maybe I should start to gel my hair or something. And and and. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't fit, the, fit that mold here. So first you're going to start watching the Kardashians and now you're going to start shaving yes. your chest hairs yes. and gelling your hair. Absolutely. Who, who are you becoming? <laughs> like, where, what is your goal here? Speaking of, to, of watching the Kardashians, I am going to try to get to an episode of the... I, they come on every week, right? I have no idea. Okay, I think they come on every week. And um, I'm going to try to go on ahead and get to an episode. Now, I, um, you know, we're in Barcelona here. I watch them on, I, uh, not watch them, but I see the, the listing on Sling TV. Okay. Okay, now I don't know if they are current shows or if they're past shows i mean or? it'll tell you you'd have to read it but probably their current shows they're probably current shows yeah because okay. it's still being done it's you know they're still doing it so. and sling tv shows current stuff yeah it shows live tv okay well what is sling tv um sling tv is a link to american television well you're really not supposed to be able to watch American television because you're watching outside of America. So yeah, how do it doesn't. You... They don't let me watch um, Sling TV from outside of America. Like they'll say uh, blocked access. Should I be talking about this right now? <laughs> they'll say they'll say blocked access. Ooh, was... so let's not. So the point is, you cannot watch. But Sling you TV. have you have made it so that I do have access. Got it. Because you're a brilliant genius. <laughs> type person you really are and you're, you're able to to do amazing things um but anyway i'm gonna go on ahead and um make a, a, a an attempt to watch one of these shows so that i can make um a, um some kind of a, a honestly so that i can make jokes about them. okay <laughs> i don't think that'll be hard okay. as long as you don't fall asleep yeah, you were saying, I, we were talking about it over the weekend, and you were saying that you found, like, it, it, you thought that maybe I would be really bored watching yeah. the show. Yeah, I think so. Because there's not enough happening. You don't have to watch, like, the whole season to get the whole story. Um, speaking of that, I, I read this article over the weekend that was saying that being a fan of celebrities makes you can will make you a happier person who said that this woman who um teaches a course at nyu mm-hmm. and she says that um being a fan of celebrities um makes you a happier person why well, she her she theorizes that people want to belong, okay. Mm-hmm. And what she's also saying is that um, that that celebrity uh, um, uh, a celebrity uh, um, fans use the same type of 
of um, instincts that religion that religion does. You know what I mean? That they 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 even use the same words. You know, they they worship their fans. They have pilgrimages to the to the um, to the Grateful Dead concerts. Do you understand? Okay. They um they there's uh there's so many um uh, um like minded type things between religion and fan and celebrity um uh and being a fan of of a celebrity, you know um almost looking looking at that celebrity like someone would look. Well, even though a lot of Christians don't look at Jesus that way, but looking at it as as someone that they want, aspire or want to be. So pretty much they are making a celebrity as something to believe in. Really, it, it really is. And, and it's, it's something to be worshipped. It's something to be looked up at. It's something to be part to of aspire a, to be, and to like, be you're, like a celebrity person. And to be part of... A group of people who believe the same. Who often, yes, who feel the same way as you do. Very much like a, a religious grouping. But and, that, that, I think that means that as humans, it, it, we need a group. We need someone to look up to, re- regardless if it's religion or an artist or a business person. You know, we need something, a god a higher being, somebody that's more whatever, and we need Zoe Fred Blanar, B L A N A R is her name. She teaches at NYU. She's written a book called um, Super um, Super Fan, Super Fandom. That's the name of the book, Super Fandom. And um, I, I I didn't get a chance to read it, to be honest with you. Some through a couple of things, and and what she's saying is that it's very much like religion, very much. Um, the the wording is the same, the feeling is the same, the cult like you know they worship celebrities, they evangelize celebrities, you know they um, there's pilgrimages to the concerts, and and in essence it's it's kind of strange because people aspire to be like their favorite celebrity. And and that and their favorite celebrity is someone that they really don't even know. And I think it should stay that way. They shouldn't know them because it'll probably ruin the fantasy. And she's saying that also. She's like, you know, if they did know them, they would they might find that this is not someone that they want to be. Uh, uh, to not would not want them to be the bellwether of their lives. Do you see what I mean? You know, women. You know, this is true. I mean, I I, I read an article last week about um, what's the girl's name? She was offered a, a um place in the Super Bowl, and she said no. Rihanna. Rihanna. They um she has a um a makeup line. Yes, Fenty. And people and people flock to this makeup line because they figure if they slap this Fenty on their face, they're going to look just like Rihanna. <laughs> you think you know? that's why? Yeah, yeah, body and everything. You know what I mean? Singing, career, the whole thing. <sighs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I personally, and I know that I'm probably a minority when it comes to this, I look up to very few people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm more of a realist like that because mm-hmm. I look at it like I know that this is an image. I know I might like their song. I might like their this. I might like their that. But, 
you know, I, it's not real. I, I, my feet are more grounded than that to worship anyone. I'm, I'm just, I'm real weary of that. I grew up as a Christian, and one of the things that Christianity said that, you know, I believe is that you shouldn't worship false idols. It's like as soon as, as, you know, if you believe the stories and you go that way, as soon as they said that, they started worshiping false idols. I mean, like God specifically said, don't do this. And what do they do? They put up crosses, they put up pictures, and people start worshiping it. You know, there's this idea that you don't worship another person because... It's a person and we're all the same. It's a simple concept, but it's like humans don't want to do that. They have to worship somebody. They have to put somebody above them and they have to be a part of a group that will um, worship together this person. And I don't get it. That's why I don't understand cults. I don't understand how people can put their entire thought process, their entire life their, you know, what to do, you know, with everything by listening to this person. It's a human being. They breathe just as you. They go to the bathroom just as you. They get dressed just as you. Mm-hmm. How do you get your mind so warped that you worship this person? Well, they, they're saying that, you know, uh, that I, I don't know. The, the answer to that is I don't know. Because I couldn't be in a cult. Because right. I'd be side-eyeing that motherfucker because you know he going to come out with some crazy shit and it always involves children and sex. Right. Always. Yes. You know, the minute that motherfucker talking about all the little ch- girls come on to me, talk about, excuse me? Right. <laughs> you know, right. nobody ever says that. Wait a minute. You know, he started off with together and it always goes like this. I mean, every cult goes like this. It's always, yeah, we'll be together and we'll do great things together and, you know, being part of a community. And I think that's what it is. Everybody and then it wants morphs. To and it morphs. And this guy, oh, and he's usually a guy, becomes okay. into a crazy person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the power they, is driven a man. Yes, and he always goes for the children. Yes. It's like, dude, really? Really? Yeah. You oh. have... A thousand women here that will sleep with you and do anything with you. Why you want her kids? All girls under the age of 14 (laughs) are now 21 years old. I know. It's like, dude, calm down with that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you're... Anyways, let me not... And if you're... And I was about to say, and if you're a pedophile and the whole ploy of starting a cult was so you could easily sleep with children, you've gone a long fucking way for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jesus. God damn. Like, you created a whole religion. Long way to go. A long way to go. Yeah. I'll tell you, the, the, um, the whole idea of, of worshiping someone that you don't know or worshiping anyone, really, but worshiping someone that you don't know is 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 a very human thing. Yeah, because you're not going to worship somebody you know because you know him. Correct. <laughs> and you're like, worship him, yeah. worship her, please. Correct. But what happens is these uh, women spend a lot of money. You know, this is a financial thing, and and this is you know what drives America. Women, and, and women, men worship. Tiger Woods. Yes, they do. It's actually, I've watched 
golf tournaments with you mm-hmm. and Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. And I have to like, I have to look at you like, are these guys serious? There's a lust in there. Yes, they're they lust. Yeah, Tiger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, when he's um, lined up and the, the guys, you know, he's getting ready to hit and they put up the quiet things. You know, you have to be quiet when the, when the, the player is getting ready to tee you off. Mm-hmm. And when they put up the, or take a shot. Mm-hmm. And when they go on ahead and put up those quiet things and those guys are just looking. Yes. Just, the looks in their eyes are like, oh my God. They this don't is, look at this. This is crazy. This, this is obscene. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> he, he don't look at his wife like no, that. No, he doesn't. So, so yeah, th- people this love is, to worship. Yes, they do. And um, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's kind of, I, I don't know. It's, it, I, 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 I think that, and what, oh, okay, what this um, young lady from that teaches at, um, NYU is also saying is is that um, a lot of people, um, due to the way that society is now and the conveniences of society and all of the things that are available to you in society that that make you that are are allowing you to have so much more free time in society these days is that people are bored. And that people are looking for Purpose. something, yes, to 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 unbore them, some group to be involved in, some thing to believe in, some person to deliver them. And I cannot help but think that this is one of the major appeals of Donald Trump. I think that I told you that a long time ago. It's like you know. It's almost like Barnum and Bailey. It's like the circus, or it's like um, uh, Cirque du Soleil, or or any other traveling show. Okay. You know, it has. You know, the 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 problem is that that um, it, when it comes to to Donald, the presidency of the United States and and Congress and the Senate, these people have have a direct um, uh, effect of how your life will be. Yes. They can directly affect your life. Yes. Especially at the local level. Now, at the federal level, senators and what... Yes, they can do it, but they're a blunt instrument. But at local levels, they can really, you know, make ordinances and things of that nature that'll, yeah, that can really affect your actual day-to-day life as you leave your home. Mm-hmm. But... But but it, it still uh, um, uh, affects you um, um, psychologically with this with the presidency and the senators and stuff. I think that that uh, um, that's why he does so well in these rural communities because people are bored. Because they're bored. There is no entertainment. There is no nothing. There is. Um, there is the drudgery of day-to-day life. There, you know, it's it's high school football. You know, we we've we've traveled these back roads through these towns. Yeah, it's high school football. Sometimes it's not even college football. It's high school football and barbecues. And people are just insanely bored. Bored. Are you bored? Who? Me personally? Yeah. No. But people are insanely bored, and I think that that when Donald Trump comes to town and stands up there, he not he does two things. 
One, he's the president of the United States and he comes to their town, a town that a lot of presidents have not come to in the past. Okay. Okay, so that's the first thing. So they feel important. They feel like they've received recognition. Okay. The second thing that he does, so the first thing he does is recognition. The second thing that he does is he provides a level of entertainment. He provides a level of, 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 of fun and entertainment. Excitement. And excitement. And, um, and, 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 uh, and, and just involvement Ener- that they... Energy. That they, yeah, and energy that they just do not otherwise have and the third well, thing well, he they does call, well, they, isn't the saying horse and pony show dog and pony yep is it dog and pony or horse a, and pony well a horse is <laughs> <laughs> i always mix up the sayings that is like an achilles achilles heel of mine i always always mix up so it's a dog dog and pony dog and pony so dog what did i think okay go horse and pony is <laughs> the same thing. Kinda, well not really a horse is a horse a pony's a pony oh, okay. okay you know a, a, a baby horse is not a pony what's a baby horse baby horse oh that is that a no, name no, for no, it well like i mean a, a colt oh okay well, you know what i mean uh, you know but but uh, um a uh, uh, a pony is always going to be a pony it'll just be a baby pony <laughs> you know, they're, they're always ponies. And the third thing that he does is he galvanizes the community. Okay. He gets this whole community together, and everybody is there, and everybody is cheering. It's part of it. Everybody is together, and he makes them feel united and good about themselves. No matter what it is that he's saying, no matter what he's doing to make them feel good about themselves, whether it's um, something that is good and positive um, or whether it's something that is exclusive or whether it's uh, something, you know, hey, look, you know, the, the rest of the country, you know, the big cities, they don't understand us. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, with their... With their liberal elites and their and their and their institutions of higher learning, you know, he, you know, like he said, he loves the uneducated, yeah. like like his like and the, and their institutions of higher learning and their you know their uppity uh, colored people and the whole nine yards, you know, the we don't need any of that stuff, you know, we're the Blood and guts of America. Ain't that America? You and me. So he gives them pride. He gives them pride. He's uh, he's Lee Greenwood singing um, Proud to be an American. You know what I mean? You know he probably doesn't know the words to that song. No, he probably doesn't. <laughs> and, and, and I think that... To, I know the words to that song. Do you really? Well, start it. How would you start it? I, I don't remember. Oh, God. Wait. Proud to be an American. That's the refrain. You know, I'm free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's it, right? That's the refrain. There's a, there's a verse. Nobody gotta... knows the rest of the oh, song. Okay, Nobody knows gotcha. the rest of the song. <laughs> and I think that, you know, just to stay on this for a second, and I think that everybody wants recognition. 
You know what I mean? Especially from their elected officials. And I think that 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 he provides that to a, um, to a group of people in the country that are overrepresented. Do you understand what I'm telling you? You know, look at it this way. There's two senators from every state. In Wyoming, one senator uh, who has one vote in the Senate mm -hmm. represents, what, 163,000 people? Okay. In California, one senator represents 22 million people. But yet, each of these senators have one vote. Okay. Do you understand? Now, the Congress is supposed to be different. They're supposed to be set up by, um, by population. The, the, country, the states with the largest population have the most congressmen. Yeah. But it's still not, um, it's still not, um, uh, what, what do you say? Uh, how am I saying this? It's still not. Like um, fair? Yeah, it's not. Um, proportionate. Proportionate. There you go. Thank you. It's still not proportionate. So you have one con uh, one congressman that might be um, uh, the the third the 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 fighting forty seventh in in Utah, and he's got four thousand um, uh, um, residents that he uh, constituents and residents that he represents, and then you have uh, um, uh, a congressman in um, in Maryland or New York or, or that is is representing, you know, 26,000 people. Do you, do you see what I mean? Yes. So what has happened, not only in the Electoral College, but what has happened even in the legislative branch of the government is that it, the, um, the fact that, that the, the fact that the way it's set up, the, the middle of the country, Kansas, Nebraska, Utah, um, Oklahoma, um, uh, um, Wyoming, uh, North Dakota, South Dakota. Why do we need two Dakotas anyway? <laughs> Can it just be Dakota? <laughs> North Dakota, South Dakota. You know, all of these, uh, Arkansas, there are a lot of these states in this, in Nevada, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of these states are overrepresented in, 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 in the legislative branch of this government. And, and, and I think that in order for the experiment that is America to, um, con to, to go in the right direction, to go in the direction that, that is, 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 is more in line with the people of the country. Yeah. I think that these, these um, issues should be addressed. And I think that that there needs to be some changes. There needs to be a realignment, uh, and and people and, and the the Congress should be realigned. You know, and I'm not talking about one or two Congress a shift like they do. You know, they have shifted, but they've only shifted one or two, maybe five guys here or whatever. You know, Texas has gotten a few more. You know what I mean? Yeah. They took some from New York and gave them to Texas. You know what I mean? I think that that you know. That if you want to have, if you want to say, well, you know, they'll never go for it. That that uh, um, that Utah wants to keep their congressmen, right? Okay, yeah. fine. But that means you got to add congressmen to California. You got to add congressmen to to, and instead of having what is it, four thirty-five, 
Maybe there needs to be 700. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So that everybody, so that a people are proportionately, <clears throat> excuse me, represented in Congress. You don't think that the congressional seats represent the proportion of the country? Of the country, no. It doesn't, Not absolutely the Senate. Not. No, I'm talking about the, the congressional seats, yes. You don't think they No, do. no, no. Some congressional districts have uh, uh, um, uh, 20,000 people. And other congressional districts, which has one congressman per district, has... 3,300. Okay. I, I think that there should be a, a marker. Okay, for every 5,000 people, we need a, con a congressional district. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. For every 3,600 people, we need a congressional district. So, so now, how, how is it done now? By area? I don't know. You know, it was originally it was done by population. But um, you know what? You know, let's, you know what? That's a good question. You know what we should do and what I am going to do? I'm going to look at the history of congressional districts, how they've been, um, um, how the numbers of Congress have been drawn up, the changes that have been made to them over the course of the last, say, 50 years. Okay. And then I'm gonna, and then we're gonna put it. It won't be boring, I promise. You know, this people are like, oh great, remind me to miss this goddamn show. You know what I mean? But it won't be like that. We'll do it quickly, okay? And we'll summarize it, and we'll put that together later on this week. Okay. Okay. And and we'll um, make sure that uh, I don't know if it'll be tomorrow because um, we have a, a, some stuff on tap for tomorrow. But um, we'll, um, it'll be sometime this week. And we'll put that together. We'll see what it is. We'll see how it, how it, how it was done and, and, and what the actual numbers are to this day. All right. Okay? And I think that will be very interesting. You know, the country is only 250 years old. Yeah. I was talking to my mother last night. Um, no, I'm sorry, night before last. She's 85, right? Right? I, I don't know. Is you don't know mother... how old my mother is? No, I don't. Do you? I was. I think she's 85. Okay, I was... I'll go with that. I don't <laughs> I was, know. <laughs> I was trying to get some verification. That I don't know. I thought you knew. You do that. Because so uh, such and such is such and such. Well, I know, I know how well you two get along. And, and I, I, I figured that. We have absolutely I, no problems whatsoever. I, and, I know, and I know that, you know, the, with that relationship, you, you, the both of you couldn't, couldn't be happier. Well, I'll tell you couldn't, one thing. Couldn't be happy. I forget how old I am sometimes, so I sure I'm not going to remember how old your mother is. Okay, I believe she's 85. She might be 84. Okay. Okay? And what I'm saying is that you know, at, with this country being 250 years old, uh, like I told her last night, the night before last or whenever it was I talked to her, I said, uh, you know, look at you. If you live to be 100, you're, 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 her mother lived to be 92. I said, if you live to be 100, and let's say your mother lived to be 100, and her mother lived to be 100, that's only three generations. Yes. And, and they're already 50, 50 years over how old this country is. Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, you have to realize, you know, people think that this country was always the way it is. You know, it's always been. No, it hasn't always been here. You know, it, you know, uh, people forget the Louisiana Purchase. You know, you learn these things in school, and you kind of, 
you know, they teach it to you so early on, you forget. Yes. And you lose perspective on how young the country really is. Yes. And I think that, you know, I think that it's it's time right now for for America Americans to look at America, to look at the way it's set up, to look at its institutions, the police, the Congress, the legislative, the executive, the judicial branches of the country. I think you know, I think that that all of this should be looked at and I think that it's time to retweak this country and put it back on track so that it's representative of the actually representative of the people who live there. And I think that right now it is it's representative of a few people who live there but not representative of the population of the people who live there. Okay. We'll be back after these words. Firebrand Publishing is... Uh, Amy, what can you say about the people at Firebrand Are they wonderful people to work with? Yes. I, I, I mean, are they the, the, the best people that you've ever known in your life? <laughs> yes. Firebrand Publishing is by far, I mean, the, the the most pleasant experience. You know what? Even if you, you know what? Even if you don't, um, uh, actually go, uh, um, choose Firebrand Publishing as as your publisher, they're still gonna um uh, uh share with you vital and important information that will help you along. They're not the type of people who will just say, okay, you're either. Um, gonna, we're either gonna work with you or we don't want to talk to you. Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. They're 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 truly decent people, helpful people, and the type of people that that you want you know to 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 uh, to be able to consult with over um, um, uh, different issues. And and in in many cases, they're they're more than happy to share their knowledge with you. Um, when 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 they first uh, uh, came aboard and said that they were going to sponsor our show, um, you know, the first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to have an idea of who they were and and what they did, and you know, and, and the more I learn, and I I didn't I haven't I'm, I mean I'm not an expert by any means, okay, okay, but the more I've learned about Firebrand Publishing, the the more. Um, the more I admire them, the more I respect what they do. And, uh, and I've seen their work. And um, I, as a matter of fact, I, you know, at some point in time, I'd like to, um, to list some of, the, um, some of the books they've done. Okay. So that um, people can, uh, you know, if we have some, um, something interesting or, or, you know, if it's, it's light reading or if it's heavy stuff or whatever, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. to, just to give people an idea of, of what they do and the kind of stuff they do. And, and you know, you can look it up and, and see for yourself. I mean, obviously, you can always go to the website at www.firebrandpublishing.com and you can see a sampling of the kinds of work that they do and books that they've done and things of that nature. I'm sure they have them listed on the website, a, a couple of them anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, you, and you can find all that out at www.firebrandpublishing.com, and it, 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 they're just a spectacular uh, group of people to work with. 
Well, as usual, there were some other things that I wanted to get to today, and um, we were unable to do that. But I really, I really enjoyed being with you here and, and talking with you today, Aim. So did I. I enjoyed being here today as well. Fantastic day. Um, a fantastic time with a fantastic woman. That's so sweet. That, that you know, and 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 you were here too. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, saw. I, I walked right in. <laughs> yes, you did. Absolutely love you. Um, uh, love you guys, and love and you too. and thank you so much for 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 uh, uh listening to um to to me and Aim ramble on. We hope that w- that we um we hope that we're entertaining in some way and and if so, uh please uh, uh sh- pass the word, uh share us with uh friends and family, and um and and uh, uh allow us to 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 we this infiltrate is... their homes as well. <laughs> there you go. You know we we I almost consider this a a service based business. I I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm. It's a service. I feel like I'm. I'm. I'm doing something. I'm trying to, to 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 do a service and 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 make people feel a little a, a better about their day somehow. Maybe, Maybe if they see the misery that I'm in, they can Ooh. go on ahead and feel ah. better about. Them. Ah. <laughs> no, we we, we uh, you know this is something that we're really you know I'm I'm very passionate about and I, I'm I'm glad that. We've been given the opportunity to, 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 um, to, like you say, infiltrate people's lives and homes every day, and, and and we enjoy it very much, and we hope that you would enjoy um, uh, listening and being a part of it. So um, we'll uh, see you tomorrow.